1: Ah, yes. Welcome to the program on this Wednesday afternoon. I know yesterday it was an abbreviated program, only the two hours there that we had. You know what? We could have gone for four hours yesterday and there still would have been time for the day-dayer that was down there at Marnica Oval. That's right, not a day-nighter, a day-dayer. Anyway, we'll get to that throughout the course of the afternoon. Bonjour, afternooners. Je m'appelle Jimmy Smith. Yes, a little in-joke there for those playing along. On social media, afternooners, thanks for tuning in. However you are listening, SEN welcomes you to our very broad house of worship. If you're north of the border, you're listening via SENQ Brisbane, 693 AM. And if you are south of that border, you're listening via SEN 1170 in Sydney. And that is on the AM dial as well. If you're listening via the app, half your luck, you can download that app anywhere at any time. And a big shout out to our Naming right sponsors, that's SBS Fence, Alex and the team. Portable, tall and temporary fence hire in Sydney. Go to sbsfence.com.au. The open line number is the same, 1300 01 1170. Uh, we've got $100 cash, all thanks to Tristan and the team. And top Sport will speak to Tristan today. The text line, 0457 736 736. Big show coming up today. Senior cricket writer with the Sydney Morning Herald, Conn. He was covering that game yesterday, so we'll ask him about that. There's a bit of news around as well. Ricky Ponting signing up for the uh, Washington Freedom, thanks very much, in the uh, Major League Cricket. So there's, as I say, a bit of news around. We've got, uh, who knew, we had just the two one-day internationals and in the four T20 games. Uh, schedule a little misleading on that one. We've still got three more. T20 games against this West Indian side. Let's hope they can bat out that 20 overs. Michelle Bishop, SEN reporter. She's coming up a little bit later on in the program as well. As mentioned, Tristan Merlihan will be here. Two o'clock flock, of course, your chance to win that $100 cash. The Who Am I? We missed it yesterday, but by popular demand, it is back. The Signet Boost Power Bank up for grabs on that one. And we'll also get a sports update and afternoons amplified with the Maestro. Alex is here to guide the ship as well. All right, let's get stuck into it. Uh, And actually, you're right. I shouldn't brush past this. Uh, Jimmy, nice bloody tip yesterday, brother. Toddy from Orange, yes. All care, all responsibility too. Thanks very much. Uh, Newcastle Race 1, number one community, uh, tipped exclusively on the program. I think it got out to $2.70. By the time they jumped 250 uh, a little bit earlier. So uh, there you go. Uh, it held off the dollar forty favourite, so it did very well. So, uh, as I mentioned, it was basically a who's who of Newcastle Rugby League. Uh, Frankie Lawler and Brendan Dooley and Johnny Carlaw and, of course, Justin Dooley all in the ownership group on that one. So, very exciting for them. Uh, $2.70 winner at Newcastle Race One, number one community. So, uh, I hope you took the tip. Uh, sounds like you did, Toddy from Orange. All right, as I said, let's get into it. Now, these highlights is not full coverage of the game, but it's near full coverage of the game. Let's have a listen to what transpired at Marnica yesterday. Bartlett it. Now that's close. Is it pad first? It is pad first. Otley's out. Morris again. This one in the air. Oh, what a catch! Marnus Labashain like Superman. Unbelievable stuff. Jabot Bowl's here, oh that's close, that's very close It's out, LEW The captain's on his way for four Morris Bowles, side bowled Too quick Sheer speed from Lance Morris He's got a second
0: Zampa in,
1: on the leg stump Slog sweep, this will be out Down to fine leg, gone Bartlett back into the attack, outside edge, gone Still swinging the ball, Bartlett and Again he what? plays a pull shot, second ball Oh no, this will be out
0: A calamitous
1: run out. He's Bartlett again, deep in his crease. (laughs) Joseph down the ground. Gone. And the West Indies have been bowled out for 86. Oh, So they were out for 86. And then within the space of 6.5 overs, the Aussies got it done. They were two for 87. Poor old Aaron Hardy went out there. He nicked off two off five deliveries. But I don't know whether the story of the day is the fact that it was the shortest ever ODI played in Australia, Australia winning by eight wickets with 44 overs to spare. Uh, the other thing about it is Xavier Bartlett must think, how is his international cricket? He's got four for and four for, four for 21 for Xavier Bartlett yesterday. Lance Morris, oh, I can only, now he's got a side strain, but I can only imagine what Troy and Georgie up there in Queensland absolutely frothing over the performance of Lance Morris, 2 for 13 from his 4.3 overs. And Josh Inglis, not out 35 off 16, absolutely got off to a flyer. But the story coming out of the batting innings for Australia was the performance of Jake Fraser McGurk. And here's the question for you today, peoples. Who does he remind you of? So I found it really difficult to get a comparison, not just from an Australian perspective, but from a a world perspective. He has got the world at his feet, this young bloke. 41 off 18. He was 2 off 6. He ended up getting another 39 off the 12 balls that he faced. 5-4s, 3-6s, just amazing. 41 off 18. I... He was a right-handed David Warner with better footwork. (laughs) I'm looking at it going, wow. Some of the shots that this kid played, absolutely brilliant. Were you there? I put out on social media, I hope no one's at the cricket and paid $100 plus for the ticket. I think they still started at, for a Category A ticket, $130. So were you there? And if you were there, where'd you go for dinner? Uh, Lots of lovely restaurants down around that Marnica area. So um, you weren't there watching the cricket, but what a disaster. So is it a greater concern for West Indies cricket? Is it greater concern for the broadcaster? And I mean radio broadcasters as well. Or is it the greater concern for the paying public who turned up to see 100 overs of cricket and got nowhere near it? So uh, we'll ask Mal Con about all of that when it comes to this performance. So they're going out with a whimper, the West Indies are. There's some bright spots during the course of the summer. But what it also says was, roll on England, roll on India, I think is what it, what it tells us about uh, cricket season. Let's get to the rugby league season. Hey, where is these all-star sides? Does anyone? We spoke to Ronnie Griffiths on Monday. He told us, team's out tomorrow. It's now Wednesday. I think there's a couple of stories in newspapers where they've got likely teams. And so they're anticipating the teams. So where are these teams? And my thought on it is, uh-oh, we, we've got already the Panthers players that aren't going to be playing in this All-Stars game. I, I would suggest that the Roosters have gone to the NRL first and said, can we pull our players out of the game? No, you can't. And I thought uh, maybe some other clubs have looked at that and went, right, we're not going to ask. Don't ask permission, just ask forgiveness. That's what I tell the kids occasionally, not always. But where are these sides? Where? uh, Anyway, on the back of that, Latrell Mitchell has spoken out about what 2023 meant for him. Here's the audio, courtesy of Channel 9.
0: I just think for mentally, it was definitely draining and just, yeah, just getting to a point where rugby league wasn't enjoyable and I just try and not fake being me, you know, from day to day and I just... Felt like I was doing that at times. Did you ever think maybe I need a break? Yeah, I don't know. It's the conversation I had to have with my family and see where I was at in life and if I could potentially, you know, I guess, keep doing this or is it fun anymore and uh, can I keep putting up with, you know, people, media. <laughs> um, but it is what it is. I just couldn't, you know, go to this game knowing that, you know, that oh, I didn't go out on my own terms. Yeah, I think it's time to grit the teeth and just have a crack now. And, nah, look, honestly, I just want to just do my part at fullback and show everyone that I'm the best fullback in the game and, and then go from there.
1: Uh, sorry, apologies. Was that our very own Jaleesa Apps, who had rushed from Newcastle to interview Latrell Mitchell? So uh, I heard her giggle there during the course of Latrell's chat. So audio courtesy of Channel 7 on that one. Uh, so... Uh, What do we take out of what Latrell Mitchell had to say? So, mm, uh, I couldn't be bothered putting up with the people and the media. So, it's it's an interesting one because you can't get away from that, Latrell. And it's certainly Latrell, right? Because that's the one, or he's the one they all want to speak to. But uh, I thought the other interesting thing was, I'm going to do my part to prove to everyone that I'm the best fullback in the comp. You know there's some really good fullbacks in the comp. But he's going to go out of his way to prove that he is the best fullback in the comp. So if I'm a South Sydney fan on the back of that, I'm very excited about what Latrell brings to the table for season 2024. Speaking about fullbacks, let's go to the Dragons. Where is Zach Lomax going to play? He's Shane Flanagan's everywhere, man. Heard a lot about this. The 24-year-old's preference, obviously right centre. He's played most of his near 100 games there. But Shane Flanagan's come out and said, Jack Bird, right centre. And Makali Ravalawa would be out on that right wing. So here's the data coming out of that. 45 tries down the right edge that featured Zach Lomax and Ravalawa, which was the equal most of any team in the NRL. That's extraordinary when you consider the Dragons' finishing position. So I I think this is an interesting one. And look, Shane Flanagan is a lot closer to me. He has a closer relationship with Jack Bird, given their success back in 2016, eight seasons ago now. Are you weakening a strength by moving Zach Lomax and putting him on the left wing or wherever it is that Zach Lomax is going to play? I I think that's the interest. I look at Zach Lomax and I go right centre. Right centre is his best position. And and in many ways, that's what the data is saying. But um, Dragons fans, you will be very interested in this. Tyrell Sloan at fullback, Zach Lomax at fullback. Do they move them in and out at different stages of the game? Uh, Lomax saying all the right things I've trained at fullback, trained at right centre left centre, a little bit of right wing and left wing too I've just been training wherever Flano's asked me to train I've jumped at it and I'm learning as much as I can, really nice things to be saying and hearing coming out of Zach Lomax and the Dragons camp but uh, my thoughts why weaken a strength by moving Zach Lomax out of that right center position, uh, Terrell May is a very good player. Looks like the the doggies have dropped off over the how slow negotiations have gone. He was with Matt Desira, the agent. Now he's moved to another agent, so he wants to play with his brother and brother Tyrone, at some point during the course of the future. So this is a an interesting. I think the Bulldogs have just said, listen. Um, we're going to move on from this. So what does that tell you? If the Bulldogs say, listen, we're going to have to move on from this, they might have found someone else. (laughs) That's what happens. If if you're worried about the speed of negotiations, I would think, "Oh well, maybe they've found someone else. Philadelphia Eagles offensive tackle Jordan Mailata is in talks with the NRL about an ambassadorial role. This is in the lead-up to the NRL games over there at, uh, Allegiant Stadium, which is where the Super Bowl is going to be played this Monday, our time, and he's going to be doing some official things. Well, I'll tell you what you'd get Jordan Maylarder to do, um, and he's a star over there, left tackle, very important position, get highly paid, right? He has to go to his teammate Jason Kelsey and uh, Taylor Swift's boyfriend, I forget his name, what's his name? Travis, to his podcast, New Heights, because that has a massive audience. He also has got to go and say good day to Joe Rogan. He's got to go and speak to Dan Patrick. He's at Fox and Colin Cowherd at Fox. Spread the message, Jordan Maylata, and that's what I'd be getting him to do if I was the the National Rugby League. So Jordan on his own, he's a great story. He's really exciting for us. Does he move the needle over there in the USA? No, unless he goes and speaks to Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey and Joe Rogan and Dan Patrick and Colin Cowherd. Go and make yourself available for that, Jordan, and then... You can get really excited about it. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. The text line zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Who does Jake Fraser McGurk remind you of? Is there anyone in particular? Do you agree with Latrell Mitchell? Can he be the best fullback in the competition? Reese Walsh, James Tedesco. Oh, what's the guy? The big, tall, blonde-headed guy at Manly. What's his? Oh, that's right. Tommy Turba, they all say hello as well. Uh you let us know. One three hundred O one eleven seventy. Uh all right, let's get ourselves to a break. We've got so many text messages coming in already. Uh G'day Jimmy, best fullback in the game. Tell Latrell he's dreaming, says Swivel. Uh yeah, he's he won't run as much as Dylan Edwards, but he has different gifts that Dylan Edwards brings to the game. Uh, and also, whenever we're talking this, I know we get in trouble with Mel Meninga when we talk fullback. So just saying Clint Gutherson, just putting that name in there just to so we don't upset all the Parramatta fans that are out there. one uh, All right, let's get ourselves to a break, then we're back with your text.